All right, we're here with uh, David Budnikavich. Try to say that five times fast. Did I get it right? Yes. Nice. (laughs) With uh, Minturn Anglers. And uh, we're here at the Fly Fishing Show, the Denver Fly Fishing Show at the Denver Mart. And, uh, yeah, just uh, wanted to touch base and see how things are going at the Minturn Anglers booth and what you guys got rolling. Man, we're rocking and rolling. Rocking nice. and rolling. We got a lot of cool stuff going on. I mean, the shows themselves, we love coming to them. It's, it's a good event. I mean, every year, there's always something a little bit different. Um, it's always great to kind of introduce yourself to new people, um, introduce the sport to new people, show people that there are shops up in the Vale Valley that are willing to take care of them, introduce people to the water that we have up there. Um, it's 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 a great time. We're, we're really Yeah, happy I've always found the uh, Minturn Angler shops both... You know, when you guys were in Parker, when you, with the uh, Lone Tree location and up in Minturn, always very inviting. Never right. exclusive. Like, I've never felt or seen anybody in any of those locations ever talk to anybody in a kind of a derogatory kind of way. I think if we had, like, like a company motto or a slogan of, of any sort, um, though long-winded, I mean, every fly shop in Colorado sells the same goddamn shit. <laughs> so right. there's only one way to differentiate yourself and that's with service so we don't have a lot of secrets if you're looking for spots on the south plat and flies to use it's not like i'm going to give you my my b c and d fly and hold hold a you know right right close to my chest like yeah you know, like like i want you to go out there and catch fish tyler wants you to go out there and catch fish everyone wants you to go out there and catch fish because um, then you'll come back and that's yeah. that's what that's all about and we want to show you a good time when you do it you know, ser- service is, is what we do, whether it's guide trips, and, and our guys are freaking stellar, man. We have we have a crew of, like, 30, 35 people that, I mean, every single one of them crushes. Ser- service is, service is, is, is what we're looking for. I mean, sure, like, we, we want to crush fish. We want to catch a lot of fish. Um, put them back healthy, get a good picture, all that fun stuff. But, you know, it's, it's the service aspect. It's taking care of people. We love it. Agreed. We love it. That's why this is so fun. Yeah. You know, you just get to BS with a whole crap pile of people. <laughs> there's been a no, lot of that here. Out. Oh, yeah, there's tons there's, of people. There's a lot of BS here. It's busy. <laughs> I'm telling you, there's uh, it's way busier than it was last year. I Seems so. to be anyway. Friday Friday was incredible. Friday was, I think, the busiest Friday that I've ever seen. I mean, I've been going to this show for like three or four years. I started a fly shop in Maryland back east. I mean, the New Jersey show is huge, but from a Denver standpoint, I mean, we were rocking and rolling this weekend. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah, I didn't get in here yesterday. I was busy, but. Yeah, me too. I can't imagine it was busier than it is today, but that's cool. Yeah, it goes in waves, and, and you get good crowds, and everyone's kind of looking for different things, and, you know, it's a great great opportunity to pick up some, like, last year's clothing that's, mm-hmm. that's now on sale, or rods that are discontinued, packs that are discontinued, but. Again, on top of all that too, it's just let's let's hang out, let's let's talk about fishing. Let's yeah, talk it's about cool to run into people that I haven't run into since the last fly fishing show, <laughs> and and, the, too, and you yeah. have the same conversations. Like, let's Old go fish, faces. let's go fish, and then all of a sudden it's like a year later, and I'm like, oh yeah, I think we said we were going to fish at the last <laughs> fly fishing show, but uh, <laughs> so what's uh, what's 2019 looking like for you guys? 2019 is looking strong um, as we're going into our 11th year. Um, people are booking well in advance which is really really awesome and we're so appreciative i mean i think the name is out uh the brand is getting the recognition it deserves i mean 
Yeah. Our, our guide staff, our shop staff, we've worked our butts off to get where we are. And I think it's, it's, it's definitely showing. So we're stoked on that. Um, we've got really good snowpack to start. I mean, we've all got our fingers crossed. We're going we're gonna to just keep hoping that, that the cold weather and the snow continues and, Man, if we yeah, get I noticed. Really good uh, I noticed like boxwood was open. Has been open all winter. They didn't shut the water off there, nope. so that's that's that positive. Yeah, and they, they've got they reach out to us. I mean, we've got winter rates and things. You, you can continue fishing boxwood if anyone wants to fish boxwood, whether it's with Levi Lambert, Dwayne Redford, uh, Mandy Hertzfeld, any any of our any of our guys. I mean, those Sweet. are just a few studs off the top of my head, but. You guys have any events, any specific stuff you got um, coming up in 2019? You haven't seen it yet, but we're, we are going to host the uh, Fly Fishing Film Tour again in okay. Parker at the Wildlife Experience. It's yeah. going to be in April, I believe, um, is what we're shooting for. Um, I know it's it's somewhere close to trout, so we don't want to step on too many toes, but we will be hosting the Fly Fishing Film Tour at an appropriate date Excellent. here in the spring. Um other than that, nothing too crazy. We teamed up with uh, no. I mean, off the top of my head, everything's everything's kind of kind of just getting. It. We're we're in the we're in the it's, the it's week experimental one experimental stage. <laughs> Honestly, man, it's like it's like you prep for the shows. You get, you get Christmas, you get the shows, and then it's like. Breath of fresh Exhale. air, yeah, yeah, and then it's it's honestly, I mean, a lot of it's working towards trips and and getting getting the the summer figured out, dialed in, and just having a really really strong summer. But we're gonna do all sorts of fun stuff. Excellent. In you guys have uh, you guys have some private water properties that you we do. guide on. We do. Uh, we've got the Sweetwater Ranch um, down in Sweetwater, Colorado, outside of Dotsero, off Sweetwater Road. There's there's great creaking. Uh, Dwayne Redford's a big fan of that, and he'll be coming on here soon. Uh, there's some ponds up there as well. We've got a couple boats for. We have some fun with that. Um, we picked up some water last summer in Edwards that we're really, really psyched on. Oh, nice. Um, the, the, it's, we, we're, we've been calling it the EERD water. It's just an acronym for the company that's, that's developing on it, but um, we've got exclusive access to that. We're back on the Eagle River with some private water, and we're super, super excited. It fished good last year. We fish it two or three times a week, just, just kind of manage, manage the fishery, manage the people that are fishing it, making sure that everyone has a really, really good time. Um, and we'll see. We, we, we're most likely going to do the Coyote Ranch again. That's, that's down in the Colorado. Oh, okay. Um, de- actually close to the Sweetwater property. It's mm. down there in Dotsero. Last year was just so damn hot. So, really? <laughs> I mean, you, you could, you, crap, you, you couldn't fish it. So, oh. you know, we gotta, we, we gotta, we gotta keep up with the landowner and, um, yeah, but it's, it's awesome water. In fact, yeah. you can even like float like a small stretch if you want, oh, wow. but, um, no one fishes it actually, uh, project, if, if anyone fishes it, it's project healing waters and some of the guys from, um, from the America's Cup, that hmm. that's actually been a beat on the America's Cup. So hmm. it's really, really good water. The brown trout fishing is freaking awesome. We have some fun down Sweet. there. Sweet, but yeah, what private water. And other than that, just wading, float trips, and stuff like that. Nice. It's a, it's a beautiful valley in the summertime, man. It's I like going up that way. And that you have yeah. you got a lot of options. So that's I mean that just something to add to the. Uh, Add to the whole 
you know, get in the valley and drive and see the beautiful valley. But at the same time, you can go and, you know, stop in, get some flies, book a trip, and go catch some hogs somewhere. It's always a good thing to know. I have a hard time passing by the eagle, though. <laughs> it's like right off the of fish. 70. you got to drive by, and it's so inviting. It's just, I know. It's just staring right back at you. <laughs> I love that water. And, you know, for water that's so visible and so accessible, it doesn't get pressured. I mean, I fish when I fish the eagle, there are so many, like, fewer people there than when you're up Deckers or any of the other areas. Man, yeah. I just love. And they're. I think part of it's because a lot of their sections are private, and it's not totally apparent, like, what's private, what's public, whatever, sure. but still fun to fish, and, and I don't see a ton of people up there. So. Well, we tell the folk, we especially tell the folk down in Lone Tree, you know, coming in the shop, and they're beating up deckers and, and having a great time. They're catching fish, and, yeah, they might, they might say something to the tune of, like, oh, man, tuber hatch, or, you know, we got a lot of people here or there. Or, I went to my spot, and I got there at 6 a.m. There are already three people. Yeah. It's like, man... Like anything else in Colorado, or like like fishing in general, let's say. You know, if you put in a, a couple extra minutes of legwork, if you hike an extra half mile, yeah, if you drive, drive a little further, walk a little hour, further, you're going to find, like, I mean, yeah. there are still spots. And, and the Eagle actually is, I mean, yes, yes, there's still tons of accessibility, but I, I think I think the word is kind of out, and it I, we're happy for that. It, it's such a catch-22, you know. Cause, yeah, it is. You know, you're so stoked that people are fishing and not just vegging out in front of the TV on a Saturday. You're stoked that people are coming by the shop. As long as they're not flies. fishing your spot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. <laughs> as long as they're not fishing where you want to fish. But that being said, I mean, every, everyone's got that, that little arrow in their quiver. Everyone's got that secret. So that, that yeah. Well, I think a lot spot. of people drive past it to go to the places you're talking about, to the upper Colorado, the Roaring Fork, sure. the frying, frying pan, and yeah. they just drive right by it. Yeah. So that's cool. I just have a hard time doing that. I'm like, why do I want to drive another hour and a half when I know I could fish right here and hammer fish and have a good time? Yeah. (laughs) Well, cool, man. Hey, I appreciate you stopping in. Yeah, uh, man. I'm so – thank you guys so much. I love listening to the podcast. I love hanging out with you guys. Scott, it's it's always a pleasure. It's always a pleasure. Enjoy the rest of the show. Yeah, I appreciate it. Thank you, man. Appreciate you. Sound check. Sounds good. Thanks. Right on. Go for it, buddy. Lead us off. All right. We're here at the uh, Denver Fly Fishing Show at the Denver Mart. And uh, we're lucky enough to have Dwayne Redford here speaking with us. Good to be here. Welcome. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah. Known Dwayne for uh, quite a few years now. Consider him a friend. And, uh, man, I I know I keep saying that I'm going to come up and fish with you and i swear i will this is the year this is the year this is it huh? yeah this oh, wow is the year. i'll clear my calendar yeah i think All what uh last time we fished was probably alaska it was alaska i have some great photos of you yeah <laughs> uh-oh <laughs> that, that could go one or two ways yeah well yeah just go the one way oh, yeah. okay the fishing the fishing way the fishing way yeah Perfect. I know. I think uh, what was it? I, I had quite the entrance there when on uh, Deep Creek, coming in hot with a steelhead that was <laughs> heading yeah, downstream, and you had your right. clients with you. Yeah, we had just gotten there, <laughs> and here you come barreling around the the bend. I'm like, well, who's that jackass? Oh, <laughs> that's oh, Scott. I know that jackass. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, we 
did put that in a bag, didn't we? Oh, we did. Thanks to nice. you. The thing went down a chute, and I couldn't catch up with it. And Dave was climbing on a log jam trying to get to it. And I'm like, dude, we don't need anybody to drown over a fish. I do remember and that. And then I That's took a right. drink. I took a, a bath and went in with it and then uh, right. managed to hang on to it. And then you netted it for That's me. That's right. That's right. I do remember that. <laughs> that was fun. That's good stuff. Oh, That's totally. Good stuff. That's what it's all about. It is. It is. So I li- listened to your uh, presentation this morning. Oh, you did? Yeah, oh, yeah. Awesome Good. stuff. You were the one usual. person in there? I was. I was sitting next to the one person in there. <laughs> yeah. He and I became pretty good friends. That's but, nice. Uh, so do you make new presentation for each show? For, uh, for each, each year. Year? Yeah. Okay. Yep. Because I, so, I know it's different than last year's. Yeah, this is my, I don't know, 11th or 12th different presentation over the years. I just, I just want to do something fresh for people every year, and I get a kick out of it. So Yeah. You know, I spend, typically I'll spend a full year developing the program, taking specific videos and pictures. You know, it's it's a lot like writing a book. You know, you just, you start preparing and then you start putting it together. And this year I had this one done by Thanksgiving, so that was pretty good. Nice. That was pretty good. I got to actually practice it once, so. Yeah, (laughs) there you go. Well, you got it down, man. And the the thing I like about your presentations, it's obvious that... Uh, you know, you've done the research. You're not just out there spouting the same stuff that you hear over and over again. Um, and you have the way you look at things, the way you break it down, whether it's line management, mending, you know, the hydraulics of the river, uh, you know, drag, drifts, bugs, weight, all that kind of stuff. It's a lot of the stuff is things that I do or I think about, but I never looked at it in that way. And so... I just kind of did it because, you know, and I wasn't as effective because I didn't truly understand why I was doing things. It Interesting. Was just, it was sort of an observation on my part, and, and it worked. And then I, I listen to you and, you know, read your books, and I see, and I'm like, okay, I, that makes way more sense. And then I'm able to apply it better and really be more conscious of the little things that make the difference between catching one or two fish in a day and you know, hanging fish until your arms are sore. <laughs> right. Well, I appreciate you saying that. I mean, it's the old middle school teacher in me. You know, you just, you teach to the lowest person in the class, which. That's why I get it. <laughs> I'm joking with you. <laughs> I'm joking with you. <laughs> it's a perfect fit. You know, it's, it's just, yeah, maybe it's because of my old teaching career that I look at things a little bit differently. Um, and I'm able you know, certainly not bragging, but I'm able to break things down a little bit differently than many people think about it. You know, the, the last book about recognizing the obvious and exploiting the obscure, you know, hidden in plain view, that's the whole premise of that book. Let's look at it this way. And, and yeah, some folks it, it clicks with. Some folks it clicks with. So if you can break things down without getting mired in the minutiae, if you can break things down to solid foundational facts, like you said, you know, you're looking at the data and you're looking at the facts, then I think it's, for a lot of people, it's much easier to understand. It certainly is for me. Yeah, So likewise. And, it, I mean, not just because you're sitting here within arm's length, but uh, it has changed my nymphing game and certainly tightened things up for me. I, I you know, thought I was pretty decent at it, but, uh, you know, after reading the books and... and Hearing you speak about it and seeing some of the presentation material, it's like you get a little bit of something each time, you know, and, and then you go apply it and you start to get that dialed in and, and you get a little bit of something else. And that's another nice thing about kind of 
you know, almost like a refresher course when I hear you talk about oh, it. I appreciate that. Or just reading the book again, you're always going to catch something that you didn't. Thank you. You either didn't, you either didn't know it before, or you didn't catch it before, or you've kind of advanced your game a little bit more, and now you're ready for the next step, so to speak. So I appreciate yeah, that. Thank it's you. Good stuff. Very good. How has the show been for you? Uh, it's been busy. Yeah. And and this show. I mean, I, I can't recall how many years I've been coming to it, but it's bigger and bigger and bigger every year. Definitely busier than last year. Yeah. Yeah, a lot. A lot It's pretty busier. impressive. I mean, there's, you, and there's, I don't know how to put this, but there's a younger crowd than I'm used to. Mm-hmm. You know, it seems like the demographic might be shifting a little bit. Um, there's a lot more women in the sport. I think there's almost 35% of all fly fishers are women. I mean, that's pretty neat. Yeah. So. I think it's just that we keep getting older, and they're the same age. We? <laughs> I was talking about me and Steve. Oh, yeah. I, oh I figured. Yeah, just I figured. <laughs> you know, you're, there's some truth to that. There's some truth to that. So, I, You know, I do kind of see, I see the same thing. I see a sh- sort of a shift in fly fishing. Younger people, uh, more females, the demographic's definitely changing. I think that's healthy for any sport. Uh, any any kind of activity or hobby or sport or whatever you want to call it that just kind of stagnates right. isn't going to be around long because there won't be a broad interest to keep pumping in new information and new products and new entrepreneurs mm-hmm. and you know new thinkers like yourself that are willing to take the time to teach others and you know put pen to paper and and put it out there for everyone to mm-hmm. you know enjoy and learn from so. You I know, think I was, uh, there's more up-and-comers that are looking at your stuff, uh, learning well, from you, and then, you know, they're going to take that to the next level. I hope so. Yeah. yeah. hope well, so. And, and the good thing is, is is the books and the presentations, it doesn't stop with just, you know, the newer people or even the the middle-of-the-road stuff, you know what I mean? It's like Scott was saying. I mean, Scott and I have been fishing forever. And, you know, I read the book this last fall, and like you said, there's there's things that I always have done and always do. And I never really related it to the way that you did in the book. And it's, I'm like, okay, well, that's why I do it then. You know, it's, <laughs> it's like hitting me. It's like, oh, well, that's what I'm doing. And that's why I'm doing it. But I didn't really think of why I'm doing that until now. Yeah. That's pretty neat. That's you know, and I have related to, I, I always learn more by teaching. I learn better by teaching someone else because it forces you to kind of, like you do, communicate things in a way that not, not necessarily to, you know, talk to someone like they're four, but in a way that more people can relate to. Um, and like when I was teaching my son to drive, you know, I would tell him what to do, but the why is so much more important because yeah. you're not going to cover every possible scenario driving for, you know, a few hours a week. So you, and I, what I would tell him is don't do anything without a reason. Everything you do, there should be a reason behind it. And I try to relate that to fly fishing, too, because, you know, if the reason is because I saw someone else do it that way, then figure out why. Like, take those next steps. Learn that next, you know, why. I I can see that when my line does a certain thing on the water because of the different speeds of the water that my indicator moves, and that's not a good thing. But I'm not really sure why. So if I pick up all the line and put it behind it, well, that makes it better. But... It doesn't cover every scenario. So if you right. really understand, like when you talk about, you know, the, the parachute, I, I call it the, I call it the, uh, uh, the bow or the, what was I calling it? 
The belly. The belly, yeah, sorry. Right. Belly. I would always call it the belly. You know, you get that mm-hmm. belly forming because it's a big rant. It looks like my belly. And so, and the hinges, of course, and the hinge when you're right. talking about fly line and drag. And that's what I've, I try, when I teach people, it's the same thing. You, you make your first min before it's anywhere near the fish. You get the line behind it or in front of it, however you need to adjust for the hydraulics. And then you just min to the hinge. And if you see that belly forming, then you want to min that out or depending mm-hmm. on the situation. Mm-hmm. But I see so many people that just always mend the same way, no matter what the water's doing, yep. because they see that pick it up and put it behind the indicator kind of mending, and they think that's all they need to do. They don't take that extra step of thinking, okay, my indicator's still moving in a way that I don't want it to. It's moving my bugs out of the feeding lane, or mm-hmm. it's, you know, get putting drag in it, or whatever. Right. You know, so they just, reading the books, listening to you talk, Breaking it down like that just kind of gets you to that next step of the why, you know. That the the why is certainly important, and I know I, I can speak probably for the three of us. The more we learn, the more we teach it, and that's to me that's what it's all about. It's because mm-hmm. I want to share. Yep. You know, not in a brash way for sure, but I just want to share. If I pick something up and I was like, oh man, you know, and have one of those moments like, ah, geez, why didn't I think about (laughs) that? The light bulb. Yeah, then I certainly want to share it as quickly as I possibly can. So, you know, it's funny, we're talking about the demographics, and I had a person ask me the other day, so what's with bamboo and fiberglass? <laughs> and I and I said, you know, my first rod was a fiberglass rod, an old fiberglass Fenwick. Right. So they never went anywhere. Yeah. We've just evolved back to them. Yeah. Right. Just for the pure simplicity of the sport. And then on the other, you know, not not necessarily on the other hand, it's not certainly not on the other side of the continuum. But now we have the Euro crowd, and it's it's that is to me one of the simplest forms of fly fishing. Yeah. It's, or, or of any fishing, if you think about it. Yeah, it definitely has its place where it's advantageous. It to, really to does. Fish that way. Oh, yeah. And there's other places where it's not so advantageous. Right, right. It yeah, does I mean, open it up. I mean, especially when you're a lot of the conditions where people don't fish because the water's fast, mm-hmm. it's just kind of churning through the rocks. It's like, man, if you stand there and watch, you'll see fish feeding. Yeah. And that's one good way to get bugs in front of those fish that are feeding to continue to fish but if you go up there and you just you know you set up your indicator rig and your three flies or whatever a split shot and and try to cast between those rocks you you have no idea your bugs aren't getting down you don't know where they are they're they're not anywhere doing anything like what your indicators showing you it's impossible to fish but you throw some weighted flies on there and high stick that thing got a pretty good shot at them. It's like yeah. a vacuum. Yeah. It's yeah. certainly a vacuum. It just vacuums the bottom right up. Right. Yep. Yeah. And I mean, and that's where you see a lot of the people, you know, it's, it's like you say, they're dodging the fast water, they're dodging the choppy stuff, and it's, you know, why, why, are, you, why are you not fishing it? Well, I couldn't get a drift. Well, right. You don't need Because I only even, know one technique. You don't need to get a drift. Get your flies up in there, drag them through. <laughs> you know, that's why, you know, folks ask me, how can I get better fast? And I'll say, find a quarter mile of river. Find your quarter mile. Uh, make sure it has a bend, some vertical and horizontal shelves. Uh, make sure there's a glide in it, maybe some pocket water. And fish it four seasons. You know, use every different type of discipline on that. And that's the best way, to, in my mind, to really dial it in. So then you take that quarter mile, and you can apply that to any river pretty much anywhere. 
Once you learn that, then you can go ahead and start, oh, grab another quarter mile, grab a half mile. And there you go. Then you can take yep. that from the South Platte to the Arkansas, from the Arkansas to the Eagle, Colorado. Pretty soon, you're dialed in. Yep. Yeah. And I'll tell you, the game, the game around here, you can take it anywhere. Oh, yeah. You know, you get dialed in on the South Platte or the Eagle or any of the, the tailwaters uh, around here. You can take that game anywhere and catch fish. No doubt. No doubt. So books, shows presentations you're a busy dude so when you if you ever do have a day off i don't mean like guides day off where i'm gonna go film myself for the next for the next presentation i mean like okay i'm not working it all today i'm gonna go fun fish what is what does Dwayne redford look for what's your your solitude your escape you know honestly um i can't remember the last time i fun fished i can't remember the last time and i'm not complaining that I went on a destination trip and fun fished. Uh, pretty much everything I'm doing is always about research and development. Um, whether it's filming, whether it's flipping rocks, designing flies, that's what I do. And that's where, for me, that's my solitude. That's, that's how I'm, you know, that's how I recharge. Uh, that being said, every now and then when I'm done with a day of doing some filming and so forth, I might cruise to a section of the river like Last week, uh, cruised to a section of the South Platte. Nobody's down there. Nobody wants to fish it. And I'll jump in and, and just go work it and, and just really enjoy myself. Spend time looking around. Spend time, you know, just, I don't know, it's kind of cliche, but starting to become part of the whole scene instead of, you know, just something that's kind of sticking out like a shovel. <laughs> so that, that's, yeah. My solitude comes from my work, and I'm amazed after all these years that I'm still as passionate. In a, my wife says obsessed, and I think she's right. I think yeah, she's right. Well, you know, I think when uh, when you're when you're stressed and you're 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 pouring everything into something that's for someone else, mm-hmm. that's obsessive. That's stress. That's whatever. But when you're pouring something in. To something that's for you, you got it indirectly. Yeah. I mean, of course, what you do is impacting tons and tons of people. I mean, benefiting right. tons you. of people, but it's also for your benefit. It's also that's passion, you know. Well, yeah. and I, I always tell folks, you know, like it or don't, I write these books for me. Yeah, um, and it's again, that's another way to find solace and comfort. I mean, when I write a book, it doesn't take me more than five weeks to sit down and write it because I've been thinking about it for two years. Yeah. (laughs) You know, then it takes me another nine months to edit and put in pictures and diagrams. But, yeah, I design stuff for me, and, you know, I'm overjoyed. I'm humbled and honored when people say, hey, I liked your book. I mean, that is, what better compliment can you have? Sure. So you're basically taking that process from start to finish. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah, you know, and, and like right now, my other book's been out about a year. Um, right now, I've got ideas bouncing around in my head. You know, eventually, there'll be like a you know, piece of cheese, and they'll stick on the wall, and I'll start kind of digging in a little bit and drawing an outline up and just seeing where it takes me. Yeah. So, nice. I mean, that's... Announcing uh, book number three. It. You heard it here. No. no oh, <laughs> heard it here first. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Exclusive. right. Exclusive. Uh-huh. Strips Head Podcast. Yeah. We're digging, yeah. digging deep now, getting all the dirt. Yeah, that's, that's dirt right there. That's <laughs> Big time. 
Awesome, man. Oh, that's great, dude. Anything else you wanted to uh No, man, thanks. Uh, I'm think. glad we've been had a chance to to do this. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I really sure. appreciate it. It's it's uh Yeah, it's pretty cool. Absolutely. I like what yeah. you guys do and I appreciate what you do. It's Thanks. tough getting schedules to line up sometimes. It What's, is. What schedules you talk about? Because <laughs> <laughs> none of us are busy. None. Yeah. None of us. <laughs> With all this leisure time. Yeah, exactly. Right on, man. Yeah, no, that's well, great. thank you. I no, really we, uh, appreciate it. So, if you guys don't know, go, um, like Scott said, there's a couple books out. So go see Dwayne if he's uh, near you guys anywhere. Highly recommend it. Yeah, absolutely. I appreciate now, it. Now, is there, other than the shows themselves, um, I mean, is there somewhere that someone can subscribe so they know what yeah. you got going on? Yeah, yeah. Um, DwayneRedford.com. Okay. And go, that's my website, and go to Pages, and you'll find my schedule for this year. I've got, I think, 31 shows I'm doing this year and some tying demonstrations along the front range as well. There you go. Um, tying demonstrations, presentations. Uh, you can follow me on uh, Instagram at, at FlyFishersPlaybook. And yeah. yeah, we'll just we'll just kind of keep up that way. Yeah. So the books, Fly Fisher's Playbook. Uh, let's see the first one. That was Fly Fisher's Playbook. Yeah. And then the second one is Hidden in Plain Sight. Hidden in Plain View. Or Plain View. Sorry. Yeah. I blew it. It's a good one. No, that's all right. <laughs> Thanks. It's, yeah. Get into it. You blow through it quick. Oh man. Yeah. The, it's uh, start reading it in the morning because if you start reading it at night, you'll be up all night. You just won't be able to put it down. Oh man. I I'm telling you, man. I, there was night. I mean, it was last <laughs> fall where I would just sit there and I like go to bed at nine, read till eleven. I mean, you go mentioned to bed like at nine, the, read till midnight. Yeah. You mentioned like yeah. the light bulb moments. It's like you're reading through that and you're like, oh, and then you just like you keep going because you're like, what's next? What's next? What's ne- what am I going to learn? Oh man, I appreciate oh, yeah. that. I, you know, and that's that's one other thing I'll just throw in. I try to keep the books. As conversational as you and I, yeah, yeah. you know, the three of us sitting here, as right. I just try and that's to the talk way they to read. people. You know, that's how they read. They don't read dry. It's you know, it's not yeah. like it's look not for like this an encyclopedia water, or something. Put your you know? flies here. You know, go ninety degrees up. You know, it's it's none of that. It's you know, it's real fluid. It re- it reads. You know, it reads like I like a person thinks. Yep. Yeah. Just, just conversational and easy to follow. Yep. It's like, I mean, your presentations are the same way, too. It's light, it's funny, keep a little humor going, and, and, and yet it's like at the end of it you're going, damn, I just, he just crammed a lot of information into my head and I didn't even know it. You know? <laughs> yeah. It you know, on this, on this presentation that I did today, the, the perfect drift, mm-hmm. I try to warn people beforehand. Okay, there's going to be some stuff coming at you pretty fast yeah, here. Yeah, Pretty fast. So, yeah. Yeah, I think uh, today's presentation was definitely – a little more kind of on the advanced side for somebody who has been fly fishing for a year or two right. and, you know, they are pretty accomplished but, you know, need to kind of tighten up that line management. Mm-hmm. Perfect, perfect presentation for that. I mean, this this will take a lot of people kind of to the next level well, thank with you. their fishing. I, I really appreciate you saying that. Thank you. Yeah. Right on, man. Right appreciate on. It. Thanks for stopping by. Yeah, thank, thank you, you guys much. again. Thank you for what you do. I appreciate it. Yes, yeah. thank you. Always a pleasure. Yeah. Closing time.